You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Welcome. You are locked down at the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, writer at Mavs.com, and lover of independence. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Happy 4th of July. Yesterday, t- yesterday for all the listeners, but today for us. Yesterday. We obviously took a day off yesterday. Um, yeah. Hope everybody's 4th was good. I just got done. I did... Uh, nachos so i did burgers and hot dogs and stuff we had some people over but i was like you know i want to try something different so i made chicken and bean and cheese nachos nice so it was a a first for me they're super easy but they turned out pretty good i like grilling out so i'm all about nick's tried my grilling before it's good i enjoyed it i definitely enjoyed the fruits of his grilling the, the, the fruits i do not well i got i grill pineapple that's about the only fruit i grill. yeah that's kind of the only fruit you can grill <laughs> i don't know there's somebody that's gonna tweet at me like no i grill pears <laughs> i bet you can grill apples though like baked apples are really good yeah but it's like someone grills anything speaking of grill Wes Matthews has been grilled for probably about two years about whether he's gonna get traded from the mavericks or not and that's what we're gonna talk about today there's a lot of you know just parts in the NBA that are kind of moving and last year we saw a couple of trades during this time uh and so we're going to be talking about some West Matthews trades. I feel like we've done this pod 3 times before. Is that true or false? That is very true. We have. <laughs> Why are we always trying to trade West? <laughs> um yeah, we we really have did this pod like a few times, but <laughs> mainly it's just because it's he's hit we we mentioned it a few days ago or a few pods ago that would this impact his like point of view going into the season? Because it was reported at the trade deadline, and that was very real that they were wanting a certain, you know, as a first round pick or something for West. And then, you know, his name obviously was connected to, to DeAndre last week, and looking like that that could be a you know one for one swap or whatever it is. So now today we're just going to entertain it of saying, okay, if Dallas is still listening to calls, what are some calls that they could listen to? Um, some ideas that's floating around on Twitter. We'll go through them, discuss them and all that. Exactly. So we'll talk about all those talk about West Matthews. Uh, nothing really happened. Obviously nothing happened on 4th of July as far as, uh, player movement or anything actually there's huge news that the the 76ers brought back amir johnson that was like that was like the biggest news today uh but nothing really has changed too much in the nba the landscape at least the landscape at least has stayed the same since the last time we talked (laughs) the landscape for the most part has stayed the same yes um i hadn't got to talk about i went to you know i was at practice a few days ago and we got to see we got to talk to luca again and that was that was pretty cool. Nick and I were talking about it before we hit record, but it was funny. I, I pushed I put a picture on Twitter of when he met Skin uh, for the first time, and that was funny. And Skin had him <laughs> laughing. They did this like sit down interview and stuff. And Skin asked the most random questions for Fox Sports Southwest. I don't know when that's airing, but it's definitely something you have to see if you whenever it's airing. Um, I know he asked him something about Slovenian rap 
and there was just some funny stuff in that but got to meet i got to meet luca for the first time and of course you know the first thing we talk i just want i only want to talk about shoes so we just talk about shoes and he did tell me he's with nike for another year so Ooh. he said he will be with nike for his whole rookie season but after that it's just kind of whatever Nike, you gotta keep him, man. Keep the keep it. Get in we there. Like, other other deals. Get in there. Draw no, bring the no. price up. Um he Adidas Under Armour, you're listening. Puma. Puma, say, where are you at? Puma? No, God, please no. Um he did, you know, it's cool. He is chomping at the bit to play. And I don't know that I would say the way it's looking, I, I would be surprised if they do not play any at all. I think we could get at least a half, maybe a game of Dennis and Luca together. Yeah, my feeling is they'll, they'll get a game. They just because <laughs> they they need the buzz from the fan base, and you need yeah, that and one there, game. There's a lot of stuff that's like going down. Like right now, this past week, there, there's a lot of paperwork that's going through with Luca right now, um, and Luca really doesn't know what all that consists of. Um, he yeah, I thought that was like, funny. <laughs> They're like somebody asked him in the media scrum, like, "What does your what do, what kind of paperwork do you have to do?" And he's like. I don't know. Which like, yeah, and, why would he know, and why would he care? <laughs> yeah, it was that was funny, and yeah, I mean, he's just he's still adjusting to everything, you know. If you, I think Maps dot com put the full interview up on their Twitter or something. Um, somewhere is the full interview or full media Dwayne, session. Dwayne Price posts a lot of videos. Oh, Dwayne, <laughs> he's very um, tall. He can see over everybody, so he gets a good, with his he iPad. A, he is a good. <laughs> He has a good vantage point. How many times did Rick Carlisle tell him to put the iPad down last year? <laughs> um, no, but no, Luca. Luca was fun. He said somebody asked him if he had been watching uh, any summer league so far, and he said, "No, I've been shopping for apart- apartments in Dallas." So they asked him that, but there's only one night of summer league games. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, Sometimes no. these questions people ask are just. I liked his answer. I asked him the same question I asked Dennis Smith Jr. last year. I said, is, is rookie of the year a reasonable goal for you? And he's, you know, he gave the professional, I've been playing with grown men forever answer of, hey, I think that's all what all rookies are striving for, but this is about the team. I'm focused on the team and I want, you know, making the playoffs. And I was like, hmm. solid answer. Solid answer. I mean, after seeing the first game from Marvin Bagley, you're like, oh man, this guy's gonna could win. You know, this guy could be in the running too. But then after his second game, you're like, never mind. <laughs> nah, he's gonna put up points. I, you know, I'm a Bagley guy. I like Bagley. I know, but I don't know. So anyway, without Fox, uh, he was like, uh, meh. And real quick on that Friday night uh, on the summer league schedule, this will be tomorrow. If you listen to this on a Thursday. Uh, this will be tomorrow on Friday. It's their first game. They head out for Vegas tomorrow or on Thursday. Um, their first game is Friday night against Phoenix. Gosh, I'm pre- it's I'm already pretty sure, happening. I'm pretty sure it will be on ESPN. So you think if they do play a game, it will be the first one? I Maybe mean, not. Yeah. You'd, hope, uh, the, you'd hope so. The only reason why it wouldn't is the fact that Lucas still didn't practice today. So... There is, I know he got up shots and stuff, but if they're like, hey, and if they do get any practice time in Vegas, if they do want to get a couple of practice um, sessions or whatever in with Luca, then they might wait until that Sunday or Monday game. But 
You don't know. We don't know. No way. No way knows. There, it's not even for sure if Luke is going to play or not. So, Dennis, and, it looks like Dennis is going to for sure play one. And Jamal Mosley, assistant coach for the Mavericks, is coaching the head coaching the summer league team again this year. And that might not even be his decision either. He might not even know. He might no. not even get the you know the go ahead. And we don't know what else is going. on. I mean, people mention the paperwork, but we don't know what else is going on visa wise. And you know, like there just could be stuff that. You don't know uh, going on with him. So as far as I mean, like the being dude won to play and everything. So the dude won the, his championship two days before the NBA draft. So <laughs> his season, his everything, literally just ended. So yeah, and, playing and Dennis Smith Junior. season ended what three months ago? <laughs> yeah, and in I mean, April. and playing in an environment over there that's just unreal, like on the biggest stage, and now you know a couple weeks later, so. If he doesn't, it's not that big of a deal. But yeah, I think they'll get him out there for a little bit just to just a little give you a little appetizer. Mm, and I hope so, especially for this podcast and for all the listeners, for all the day ones, for all the Raccoon Squad. I just really hope Raccoon Squad, Raccoon Squad. I hope that for the Raccoon Squad that we get to see to them play together. And I just I'm gonna just gif everything. I'm just gonna video and gif everything that they do and over exaggerate everything. Oh yeah. Anything and everything will make it happen. We're super excited. All right. Before we get to our West Matthews trades, Isaac, let's take a quick break. All right, Isaac, you got a whole bunch of West Matthews potential trades for me, and I'm ready. I'm ready to turn them all down. Send me one. Well, I mean, okay. These are a couple of the first two that we'll talk about, we have to talk about, is ones that people on Twitter are all talking about right now. And I guess the hottest name around this is Kevin Love. The hottest and name in the game. What does Cleveland do with Kevin Love? And, you know, their pick next year is top 10 protected, uh, if I'm correct, right? Yes. Yeah, top, top 10, 10 protected. protected. So, Go to Atlanta if it's so, outside yeah. the top 10. So they need to finish in top 10. They shouldn't have a problem with that. But there is this outside potential that Kevin Love without LeBron could turn back into like Minnesota Kevin Love and it is the East and all this stuff. So they might ship him off. They probably will. I, I feel like they will. And then it kind of, you just kind of ask yourself what, what do they get back for Kevin Love? Because right now he's making, I think right at like 24, 25, he has a player option for next season at 25.5 million. Which is v- super intriguing. Like, what do you do? Because Love is Kevin Love is twenty nine years old, and I'm a I'm a believer in Kevin Love. I I like him. And yeah, I do too. I'm with him. I'm with I feel like, you know, I don't think he well. can beat Minnesota Kevin Love anymore because he just he he changed his body and his game so much that I just don't think he can be that guy anymore. He can't be like the thir- he got you know a thirty thirty where he's just pulling no, down awesome. all these boards, but he was so much bigger back then. I guess he could bulk back up, but once you get older, I mean, he's going to be 30 now, but once you start getting older and you're a big man, you kind of want to slim down, get faster, you know, a little bit more than, you know, carrying all that weight all the time. So I just don't know if he can be that guy anymore, but he's still been an all-star every year. And some people will say, Oh, LeBron made him an all-star, but I mean, the guy does stuff on his own. It's not like (laughs) LeBron doesn't throw him every pass. Yeah. And I mean, you get him on another team, in a more focused role on him, I think he could. I think he'd get back putting up some big time numbers. Uh, so obviously, the question with Maz fans is like, you know, we saw t- tweet after tweet. Come on, Donnie, go out, go get Kevin Love, and you know, yeah. let's center it around West Matthews because if Cleveland did do that, 
you know, obviously Wes isn't expiring. That would take off the possibility of, you know, Love picking up that $25 million option next year. That would open up more cap for them. That would enable them to suck, you know, and, um, <laughs> I but, think they've already been enabled to suck. <laughs> um, but of course, you know, it'd take more than Wes Matthews to do that. So, you know, it, whether it's picks, whatever, whatever it is. But so my question to you is, we'll see if we're on the same page. If there was a deal centered around Wes and Kevin Love, like, would you want it? And why or why not? Like, not even considering like what else it would take. Would you want that? Man, that's hard because you don't, you can't just take into account the player. You're also thinking, okay, what would I have to give up, like you said? Because I don't think it would just be Wes. Because what is what is Cleveland going to do with Wes? You know, like that's not really going to help them. You'd have it's it, the the incentive would be whatever you can attach to Wes to yeah. give to Cleveland, and then you look at the players, what position they play, what needs this team has. This team has like no two guards on it. You know, it's like no, no. it's just all point guards. Which I know we know that Carlisle likes to play these two point guard lineups, but you got to have some guys that defend. You know that can defend some guards, and there's just not many of those. There's maybe none of them on the roster as it currently stays. I mean, Dennis, not really guarding anybody. JJ, not really guarding Brunson in his rookie years. Probably not going to. Luca is going to try, but he's you know he's not going to. Yeah, he's not going to be able to stay in front of a, a lot of these quicker guards. And so, I don't know. I feel like obviously Wes is not not a better player or even close to the same player. I'm not saying that, but. I don't know if I want to give up anything for a guy that's going to have a player option next year that he could totally turn down and the Mavericks could lose whatever assets they give up for nothing. Yeah, I think I lean... year of Kevin Love. Sorry, it's not nothing, but... I think I lean more towards no on this. Um, And that hurts because I really like Kevin Love. But it's just one of those things where he is 29... And then the possibility of him <laughs> he's picking a, he's up essentially dead twenty nine. He's essentially dead. <laughs> he's he's going to be thirty. Like the there is a possibility that he picks up that player option next year at twenty five million. And then you're looking at literally paying Kevin Love, Harrison Barnes, and Dwight Powell possibly sixty million dollars combined. Um, that's that's a lot. And Kevin Love, you know, if you're telling me that he is for sure opting out and it's just a one-for-one swap of Wes and Love for one year and there's hardly anything, like we're talking like second-round picks attached and it's just a swap out to, you know, it's just like a kind of a good good favor. Yeah, 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 something like that. Like I would probably be down, I would be down for it for a year, but I just don't. For the where we're at as a team, committing twenty five million, the possibility of twenty five million going in next year's cap room to Kevin Love uh, scares me a little bit. So, but I'm if you sign Kevin Love straight up, that would be a for sure win next summer, though, right? Like if you use for the right if, price, if one of the if one of the guys you get is Kevin Love, that's a win for the Mavericks for sure. I don't even yeah. care if it's the right price because the right price for him, he's. He's not a ten year in the NBA yet, right? So he would he would be that middle tier, like max number. Yeah, but what what's he gonna play? Is he gonna be your four? Yeah, he'll probably be your four. So then, like, what do you do with Harrison and Luca? Is Luca gonna be your two? Yeah, yeah. Your team is just gonna score all the points and defend no one. <laughs> you have yeah, De- so-, you have De- so you have DeAndre, and if you keep De- so the other question is so then if you sign Kevin Love. The center you have to play with him. DeAndre is probably one of the best you could play with him. 
Yeah. And then, so then if you sign them again for, you know, not just for this year, but for the year after that, then those are your free agents. That's your cap space. Like that's, that's what you yeah. got with all of it. So that, that, and then it's like two different timelines. <laughs> it's almost like three different timelines at that point. Cause you'd have Dennis and Luke at like 20, yeah. you'd have Harrison at like 25, 26, and then you'd have love and Deandre at 30, 30 and 31. 30, yeah. It'd be 31 and 32 at that point. Which I don't, I'm not, I'm not one to normally get wrapped up in timelines and all that stuff, but I will I say, I'm all about the timelines. <laughs> give me the darkest timeline. Give me the, give me the best timeline. Give me our timeline, all kinds of timelines. I will say this. I definitely am monitoring the Clint Capella situation because if it enters to where rockets are so low that he takes the qualifying, then that means he would be unrestricted next summer. And it'd be the exact way. same thing. Nerlens did. Exactly. That they've played it exactly right. You just wait it out. Wait out all these teams. This is exactly what the Mavericks did last year with Nerlens. And you know, after he turned down that initial contract, which I don't know, we're not even so sure that that contract was even real, right? Like that could have just been an agent thing. Mm, has could've. that has that been confirmed? I feel like that hasn't really even been co- completely confirmed. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But but uh, so the Mavericks just waited out, waited out, waited out all these teams. Remember last year we were like counting down the teams with enough cap space to, yes. to sign him, and then all of a sudden he took the qualifying offer. We were like, oh dang. Yeah, but you can't play this game with a, a potential franchise center like no. Clint Capella. No, you cannot. But so the eventually you just wait out all the teams, and then you offer him, you know, something. You know, you off, you at least offer yeah. him something because that's what we wanted them. We wanted the Mavericks to do with Nerlens last year before all this garbage happened with him that we wanted them to actually just at least offer him something. Now, maybe they did, and he turned it down, but... Rockets are probably sitting there like four years, 60 million or something right now, and they're like, I don't want 15 million a year. Yeah. <laughs> I want 20. Yeah, yeah. But and, uh, there's, there's going to be so many players next year, and, you know, there's just so many, because everybody's taking one-year deals this year. Yeah. Except for Paul George and LeBron. <laughs> did you know the Mavericks could have 87 million? <laughs> Stop. Stop it right now. <laughs> All right. So All right, let's okay, okay. go for anybody listening. I saw on Facebook, somebody said that Mike Fisher said that the Mavericks will have, will have $87 million in cap space next year. That is incorrect. And I'm, I didn't read where fish said this or anything, but I'm pretty sure they misquoted him because the Mavericks could have $87 million in cap space next year. We've said this on this podcast before, but Harrison Barnes, Dwight Powell have, player options for 25 million for Barnes, 10 plus million for Powell. And if they turn them down, then the only players on your roster left are, you know, Luca, Dennis and Brunson if they sign him to the, to the full like rookie deal. So, that's the scenario where you have all this cap space and could sign, you know, 87 million is like two max guys and then like another really good like 25 million guy and like that's three guys. That's literally and that's literally a team that you can go to, like, a group of guys. You can just yeah. go to Team USA yeah. and be like, do you all want to play together? Yeah. All right, hey, just come down here. Like, that's 2010 <laughs> Miami level of cap space. Yeah, for real. So Even them, they only had, like, 60, what was it, 66? Because they all signed those, like, $22 million a year. They took a lot less. Yeah. So, anyway, that I just wanted to debunk that because I saw that, and I don't want anybody else to walk around thinking that all of a sudden the Mavs are going to have all this cap space. <laughs> Barnes and uh, Powell will probably pick those up. You, yeah. All right. Gi- all right. Give me another West trade because so well, far we haven't we haven't really talked about. 
Well, I, like sure. let's debunk. Let's debunk. Let's use that word again. The <laughs> other one that people want to talk about. Right oh, now the Jimmy, Jimmy, the Jimmy Butler, <laughs> the Jimmy Butler rumors. I don't think are real. It's from one guy from the Chicago Sun Times, and he used old quotes from an old like interview. And I just I don't think that it's real. Yeah. So like the only thing with the Jimmy Butler thing is he's 28 years old. He has the player option. Um, for next season at 19 points. Yeah, he's going to be a free agent too. There's just so many guys. Yeah, so like that's the thing where it could get really intriguing because, you know, that whole situation to where it could be, it, it really could be something like a Paul George or something to where if it gets out that he really does not plan on re-signing there, he's, you know, they're offering him the extension or this something is, this fall. This is the Bill Simmons pre-agency. Yeah, and like he's like, man, I, I'm just not going to do this. And yeah. You know the money's invested in Wiggins and all the stuff and Cat whatever and so if if that oh, man. Be- what if a that becomes contract. a case then yeah they should entertain offers and it'll be something like the Paul George thing you know come you know this winter or the trade deadline and if they think he's gonna leave so then it just turns into it's gonna turn into not really a bidding war but really what we've been going through with Kawhi like who he who would he resign with what is the it's a Lakers standoff or- it's just a standoff like all right. Yeah, we're not going to show you our cards. We'll show you this one card. Lonzo all of a sudden has an injury. You know, like all these just random things that start <laughs> coming out of the woodwork. That that's what it would be. Uh, it wouldn't be as bad probably because Jimmy Butler's not as good as you know Kawhi. But yeah, no, obviously I'm I'm pro Jimmy Butler. I'm like if we could get him and get him for he the would long be run, the bet probably the best two you could have next to Dennis and Luca probably. Oh my god! Well, no, besides <laughs> Clay, but you know, I mean, yeah, I mean him, Dennis and Luca, that would just be awesome. Like especially you get to keep Barnes too. Like if you could trot out a lineup of Dennis, Jimmy, Luca, Barnes, and DJ, like come on, that that's a lineup where I'm like, all right, now I feel really feel like the playoffs are for real. Now we could push for that like. Five six seed or something. Um, well, hold Nick, yeah. Nick rolled his eyes. <laughs> I did not roll my eyes. <laughs> Is our connection that good that you can actually see my eyes? <laughs> uh, yeah, it depends on what everybody else would do in the conference, but for sure. So let's let's get past the Jimmy Butler thing. All right, I, I have you a couple more now. Okay, so getting past the Jimmy Butler, the Jimmy Butler trade. I don't think it's real, but before we do that, let's take a break. All right, Isaac, hit me with another trade. All right, so let's just keep it the same team we've mentioned before. West for Andrew Wiggins. No, we've mentioned we've mentioned but no from who's in from me. I'm out. Yeah, so like that. That's that's where it gets like really crazy. It's where if Minnesota reaches a point to where they want to kind of wipe their hands clean, and as weird as it sounds, and they're you know obviously everything against Andrew Wiggins, how you feel about him, whatever would. Dallas make some type of swap like that and it's intriguing I feel like there's a lot of Mavs fans that would say absolutely no because of the money uh, Nick's probably going to pull up Wiggins' contract right now and um I just want to see how know. long it is like I'm, I'm so giving much. I'm giving ideas or centerpiece around things I'm not saying I would do it or not but there is some type of intrigue to me you brought we, this trade up enough that you would do it I'm I've really I'm still I'm still on Wiggins Island and the fact that he's 22, there would be something there that intrigues I'm, me. I'm on Wiggins on a different team Island. I think, <laughs> um, 
So you know how uh, Basketball Insiders only goes to like the next five years? Yeah. Wiggins' contract could go beyond that, but there's just not enough spots for it. It's guaranteed, you know, through 22-23. 25 million this year, 27 next year, 29 the year after, 31, then 33. <laughs> 33 it's, million five years. At least it's not like the crazy, you know, Russell Westbrook where it's like 40 million, like, you know, 45 yeah. million in the last year, which is just insane. But Chris Paul's like on a carrying a walker and he's that's a lot. Million. This is a lot. I mean, like you said, he's 22. He should be on a rookie scale contract right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's making 25, 27 million. Like that's where it's kind of, it, it's weird then. So obviously you'd make that trade if you're all in on Andrew Wiggins, you know, developing into something or being that type of star guy. And looking at it and saying, man, Luca, Wiggins, and Dennis are all 22 and younger. These this three guy, these three guys could grow together. Whatever it is, whatever you think about that, I'm like iffy about it. I would probably lean more towards that. I would do it, but I'm very. I could be very you're easily just, convinced. You're looking at a younger, less good Barnes that's more expensive. <laughs> Somehow more expensive. Um, see, I never thought he was that similar to Harrison Barnes. A lot of people thought he would, but I All do. Right, so let's get past this one. I have a three-team trade for you. Ooh, yes, I'm excited. Wesley Matthews and Vucevic to Milwaukee. John Henson and Eric Bledsoe to Orlando, and Jonathan Simmons to Dallas. So the Mavs just get Simmons and only get rid of Wes Matthews. Yeah. See, we Milwaukee, wanted Jonathan Simmons. But, uh, Milwaukee, Milwaukee pushes for their playoff push, adding Wes Matthews and, and Vucevic. They get rid of Henson and Bledsoe. Orlando gets a point guard in Bledsoe, replaces Vucevic with Henson. They don't really need that. But they also, Orlando pretty much trades Vucevic and Jonathan Simmons for Henson and Bledsoe. See, Orlando's, they're going all in on Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> Lord, you heard God. it here first. <laughs> uh, that's an interesting trade. I don't know if there's a lot of upside for the Mavericks in that scenario with Jonathan Simmons. I would it frees up some cap. It does free up some this year. It would, yeah, it would free up like eight million dollars in cap right yeah, now. Yeah, there's a lot there. Uh, so the Bucks have Vucevic and Ilyasova as their, their starting four or five. Um, no. I mean, they'd probably start Giannis at the four. Yeah. Start Thon. They'd have Thon also. Flying knees Thon. <laughs> that was so wild. <laughs> Knee just popping So, yeah, that, that one's just uh, across the board. Milwaukee pushed for the playoffs. Orlando gets a point guard. Dallas gets a little bit more cap and gets a younger wing in Jonathan Simmons. Man, that would be so weird for Bledsoe to go from – you know, L.A. These these playoff teams, then to go to Phoenix, where he's just like doesn't want to be there. Then because they're so bad, they just sit him, and then he goes to Milwaukee. He has one playoff run, and then like <laughs> and he was horrible. And, yeah, and he was terrible, and then he gets sent to Orlando, where he's just doomed again. <laughs> what a weird career arc that would be. All right, I have a couple more for some playoff teams. All right. What about to the Jazz? Wes Matthews for Alec Burks and Jay Crowder. Mm. Interesting. Sending Wes back to the Jazz. 
Yep. Alec Burks is on an expiring of around like ten million. Jay Crowder cuts into your 2019 cap because he play because he gets seventeen or he gets seven point eight next year. I don't know if that I I don't know if that gives the Mavs anything. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm not I'm not for it. I don't know. I would take I would take Jay Crowder for eight million dollars next year. I'd be down for that. What's Jake Crowder play though? I don't know. Three, four, something through there. He's like your backup three. Yeah, three, four, something like that. Okay. Um, what about this one for Philly? Opens up cap space for next summer again. Wes for Covington and Bayless. Oh. Some people's out on Covington. I'm, they I'm are, in. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm in not, on him. I'm not with him. I'm not with him on that. The, yeah. So if you think Wes is like even of Covington, then you could free up even like double digit, like another ten to eleven million in cap space next summer for them for Philly. Yeah. You dump Wayless. Yeah. Oh, Wayless. You, <laughs> you dump Bayless in this deal, and then you swap Wes for Covington. Yeah, I don't know if that's enough for Philly because I think that their team at least values Covington, which they should. They should. It's just and like I, like I think Covington. it's just dumb fans that don't like Covington. <laughs> yeah, I mean Bill Simmons makes fun of him a lot too. <laughs> but he recently came back around on him and was like Covington. He does this thing where he like waxes and wanes on these players, where he's like this player is terrible, and he's like that player is kind of sneaky good. Like only because you had devalued them does that player now <laughs> seem sneaky good. Like it's just. <laughs> We all do it, but it's just really funny when Bill does it. Yeah. He's like, look at his contract. It goes down from 16 to $10 million next year. It's sneaky good. Like, right. We mentioned on this podcast the other day when the DeAndre thing happens, and I've yet to see hardly anybody else talk about this yet, is the fact of what, how much of an asset DeAndre Jordan's contract will be this, this coming season and how Dallas really wanted to entertain it. They have a super valuable trade asset come the trade deadline. And in this DeAndre Jordan one-year expiring deal to where you could go to some of these teams across the league, and if you don't think you're going to be able to spend and get somebody good in 2019 free agency, you go to some of these teams, especially at the center position, and say, hey, we'll we'll flip you DeAndre. DeAndre allows you to compete now still with, you know, flipping him out with whatever senior you have and give us your something. Yeah, your guy. You know, give us, you know, one of your other you know, your other dudes that he helps make the money work and helps allow a team to compete too. So that's something to keep in mind. So when you when I look at different deals <laughs> So don't get attached to him is what Isaac's saying. <laughs> no, like I I it's gonna be fun, but that's something just to keep in the back of your mind too. Why I love this DeAndre deal so much. Because it does give Dallas that option. Because and, if it's an expiring contract, that's not a huge risk for another team. You know, they can take on his contract for, you know, another what it would be like three months, you know, two months. Take yeah. it on, maybe go on a playoff run. It doesn't if it does work, he wins a couple of playoff games and you're excited. If it doesn't work, then you get to get to straight up cut bait with him. It's not even he doesn't even have an option or anything. It's just straight up unrestricted. Yeah. So like what if so here's a scenario to just look at. What if Portland is teetering the playoff line? Let's say Portland, it's around the trade deadline. Speaking of it, speaking of Portland, Nurkic, by the way, is still out there. 
That's a weird situation. <laughs> so Let's weird. just say Portland's at like six in the West. Okay, they're like six in the West. Yeah, and they're scared that they they want to build around Damian Lillard. They're scared that he might leave soon, and they're like, we want to push all of our chips in. We want to get into the 2019 free agent class. And let's say they call up Dallas and and something of a framework around Wesley Matthews and DeAndre Jordan for McCollum and Evan Turner. Which, by the way, Damian Lillard tweeted this today. I had to look it up. Somebody tweeted him, if the Blazers traded you to the Lakers to help LeBron, would you be happy? And he just quote tweeted it and said, I'm typically a happy camper. He could be a Laker more than Kawhi. That is fascinating to me. Send him Lonzo. Yeah, and something else. Kuzma. Anyway, but yeah, a trade, like, try to keep so, Damian Lillard happy because yeah, I, don't, so what, I don't know like, if what if they, Yeah, what if, what if they they really want to keep Damian and, yeah. they wanna, and they want to go into 2019 and say, we want to go out and reshape our team now because this isn't working and we want to get another player or two to, like, revamp this thing and get somebody to come to Portland and they say they call up Dallas and say, "All right, a framework. Dallas would have to give up a little bit more, probably, but like C.J. McCollum and Evan Turner for DeAndre and Wes Matthews. That's a huge and shakeup. <laughs> huge shakeup, but that immediately takes like almost thirty, what twenty five, and Evan Turner makes seventeen. McCollum makes twenty five. I mean, you do your math on that. That's what forty two million. It's a lot. Yeah, I mean, that that's a lot of money that Portland would immediately clear up. That would still allow them to compete in the playoffs with Wes and DeAndre. Then they would go into 2019 saying, hey, let's we're big-time players in free agency. Let's go get a couple more guys. But that's just a, a one to throw out there. Here's four names to watch with DeAndre. Four names of guys that you could watch at the trade deadline with Wes or whatever it is. I mentioned it with Andrew Wiggins of guys across the league that are kind of younger that I could see that those type of deals taking place to where Dallas calls them and says, hey, would you swap out DeAndre and other assets for this guy to help you money-wise, to help you reshape your team? DeMar DeRozan? <laughs> However you feel about that. DeRozan, come to the Lakers. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> did you see that video today? <laughs> yeah, I did so see great. that. So funny. This one's kind of <laughs> kind of funny and kind of weird because of where it'd be going. Andre Drummond. That is going weird. If they call if Detroit wanted to go the route of Blake Griffin at the five and they swapped out Drummond for DeAndre and like something else. Man, I wonder what Rick would do with DeAndre with uh, Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond. I know. They would obviously have to value Drummond with that, whatever. But here's the one name. I mentioned it the other day. I mentioned it to some reporters. Um, a few days ago, at wait, practice. wait, hold on. In that swap, were you sending DeAndre to, to the to the Pistons with Blake? <laughs> Lob City, Motor City, Lob City. <laughs> but not, but not. This is this is the name that I I'm going to keep track on. Ooh, for, let's go for this season. Let's go. My blood's and boiling. Let's go. I've mentioned before, but it's Stephen Adams. Mm. And I mentioned to this reporter the other day at Mavs practice, and they're like. Man, that's a heck of an idea. Like the fact that OKC is sitting there, they have their crazy money situation. If they get in towards the trade deadline and they want either a couple more pieces attached to it, whatever it is, and they do some type of swap of DeAndre and Steven Adams and send them west too. 
They, they, they're paying the luxury. Yeah. Well, it's just like. <laughs> but we'll take that, back Carmelo. In that scenario, you know, let's just say they, they stretch and wave Carmelo, whatever. And it gets to a point to where they say, hey, we want to be players in free agency again in 2019. We already have Paul George and Russ locked up. We want some money to, you know, more money to spend in free agency. We want to go get a different guy. And they do some type of deal of swapping Steven Adams and DeAndre. Dallas says, hey, we'll take on the long boundary of Steven Adams. We want him to be our anchor. We'll do it. And then they get DeAndre. DeAndre helps them contend now in the playoffs and all that stuff. But he obviously has an expiring contract. So that's a situation that I'm really monitoring with OKC because all three of those guys are locked in long term. But if they don't like think that they're Western Conference Finals, that's the only shakeup that they can do. I mean, Russ and Paul George is there. so and like you really like Adams. Adams is obviously really good. They yeah, really value him. him. But if you had to pick, like Isaac was saying, one out of the three guys, you're gonna pick Steven Adams pretty much every time. Yeah. Because Paul George is apparently like this historically great re signing for them. And then Russell Westbrook's their MVP that they got to, you know, lock up this massive, you know, supermax contract. So you'd have to choose one of them. You'd choose Steven Adams to trade. And uh, the Mavs should just pick that. I mean, he would be awesome. He's like oh. he's like what people think DeAndre is now. He is that, and he's way younger. What is he, like 23, 24? I can't remember how old he is. Man, that, that's like right right there. I do like him a lot. And OKC, you know, they re-signed Jeremy Grant, and he played some minutes at the five last year. Patrick they Patterson him. they still have around. that He should be playing some five, even they though he signed didn't play well last year. They, they did sign Nerlens. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, so they got a bunch of different centers and stuff. But that's just a name uh, to watch out for. And I'm not, say- I'm not saying at all that they're going to trade DeAndre. It's just that's some of the flexibility that, like, with that one-year deal of him expiring. And he's, he is good. He is a top, what would you say, top? At least top 15. Yeah, I would say top top 10 center in the league. And so that – and he is – he is. He's not like West, that to where he's still really good, to where they can make these calls across the league at the trade deadline and be like, "Hey, what's some guys like the Drummond, Stephen Adams, DeRozans of the world that are good, locked in long term that DeAndre could step in and help you win now, still, but give you cap space in 2019?" So, it's an interesting. Has nothing to do with West. Has nothing to do with West Matthews on that point, but. It could. I think. I think there's a way you could do that because they just have. They have so many salaries. They have so many. Yeah, and don't discredit. I mean, I, you know, there obviously is a reason why they haven't re-signed Yogi yet. They're waiting to do that. I think they're just waiting to see how some of these situations play out with some of these guys. There's still a bunch of random guys on the market. The other thing about that is that there's a certain order you have to do some of these things in. You know, because yeah. you're you're signing certain players. With their bird rights. And so signing them with their bird rights, there's players that you had before. You sign them with your bird rights because you can sign those players to go and go over the cap with them. Go over the cap. And yeah. so, like, the order of operations that they have to do with some of these guys, you know, like they would have to do DeAndre first, right? Yeah. Because he's the, the biggest one. He's a player that's coming from a different team. They'd have to do that first. And then you do all these other things. But in doing all the, those other things, you have some flexibility there. And they still have, but what, four or five million dollars left in like actual cap space. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the thing people have to remember too. Nothing has been signed yet. So right. right. I know, I oh, know no, numbers fans should know that. That's the one sure, thing yeah, they should know. But like numbers have been thrown out and stuff a lot, but 
I mean, you never know with some of these situations across. The, I mean, we just saw what Bookie did with the Warriors and how crazy it was. You never know with some of these situations across the league to where if a player says, hey, man, I really want to come there, and then there's there's another guy that's already committed signing there, they might call that dude up and be like, hey, like, would you take a couple million dollars less for us to bring on this guy also? I mean, you, they haven't signed the dotted line yet. It's so the like, opposite that's the, Wes Matthews. <laughs> the opposite Wes Matthews. Um, so, like, yeah, that's that's the thing. I'm interested to see what, what DeAndre's number comes in at. Obviously, you know, you're listening to this on a Thursday. The 6 is on Friday. That's when deals become official and all that stuff. But, yeah. I mean, don't expect a ton with what's to come with the Mavericks. I mean, the way it's looking, it looks like it'll be DeAndre, you know, Salah will sign his thing. Salah was at the practice facility yesterday, so he's, <laughs> you know, he's good to go. And then, um, you know, they'll probably bring Yogi back and then Dirk at the MLE. But outside of that, it's just kind of up in the air. But yeah. <laughs> who's more who's more effective at the MLE next year, Dirk or Lance? Or Boogie. <laughs> Or boogie, yeah. <laughs> Dude, let's form. We should form a team of all the MLEs. The all MLE team, and see what they would do. See if they can <laughs> see if they can beat the Kings. <laughs> Kings they make gonna, the playoff? Kings are going to be bad, man. They started like their actual team in summer league the other day. It was Fox, Fox, Giles, Bagley, Justin Bogdanovich Jackson. Ain't playing though. Frank Mason. <laughs> I like Bogdan. I know, but it's just funny. Their whole team. Anyway, all right, we've gone on. We've gone on. This is a forty-minute podcast. I was like, <laughs> it's the middle, of like the end of free agency. Nothing happening. Forty minutes. <laughs> forty-minute pod. So uh, we're not sure about the rest of our schedule. We'll uh, we'll definitely do one after the summer league game and after the contracts are signed and everything. So it might be a little inconsistent from here on out. And we haven't really decided, you know, as, as far as like going down to three shows a week or two shows or whatever. So, but we'll keep you updated when we decide it. But we don't know yet, so I know yeah, we'll, are we'll definitely be going strong through summer league um, yeah. this weekend throughout the throughout next week. I'm headed to New York City this weekend. How funny! Because the weekend after, I am headed to New York City. <laughs> super random. I'm traveling. Unrelated, uh, the, by the way. <laughs> super unrelated. The Mavericks are sending me to New York to uh, do some Mavs gaming stuff, so that'll be fun. I'll I guess I'll watch the Phoenix Mavs game in my hotel room Friday night, Ooh. but I'll bring my pod. We'll, we'll record in from the hotel room. Good. And I'm going up to, uh, to work in Adidas gauntlet, the, the Adidas gauntlet championship. I'm working because it's during summer league. And so the guys that put that on are the same guys that do the summer league. So sending me up there. Uh, so yeah, heck yeah. I'll bring my stuff as well. I don't know how much time I'll have, but I'll, I'll bring my stuff. We have to pod about race balding and Jalen Brunson. <laughs> and on that note, guys, thanks so much for listening this far into today's Locked On Mavericks podcast. Peace out. Boom. <laughs>